Welcome to Six Pack. I'm your host, Erin Inselman. This is an uncut show that supports parents in the enjoyment of raising children and having the fire and spirit to do life, with a side of sarcasm and humor, of course. I'm a mom of six, a wife, and a business owner in the health and fitness industry. Each week, myself and other experts will be sharing pointers and stories on parenting, self-growth, health and fitness, and relationships. Join me for this real and raw show dedicated to sharing tips, tribulations, and the triumphs of everyday life. Hello, welcome back. Thank you for joining me again for another episode of Six Pack. So today I wanted to talk a little bit about failure and overcoming failure in life. So really, truly, like the definition of failure is, you know, really it's the lack of success. And failure means that we're not really meeting like our goals or our desires or, you know, anything that that we want to accomplish. And a lot of people look at failure as the opposite of success. Well, to me, the word failure and success go kind of hand in hand because I feel like without failing at things, then it doesn't give me an opportunity to grow and learn from myself and learn from those outcomes in order to keep reaching towards my successes. So because the events in my life, I have failed multiple, multiple times. And I feel like because of those failures, it has led me, you know, down a path towards a lot of great things and a lot of other successes in my life as well. I mean, let's face it, like life is absolutely impossible without failing, without setbacks, whether they're big ones or whether they're little ones. I mean, I think back to, you know, even at the start of our business, I remember Brian had gone to, I think it was just 12, he had 12 different appointments and 12 different banks that he had met with and just continued to get no after no as far as financing goes to start a business. And understandably, I mean, we had three kids. We were living on just a teacher's salary. He had just finished physical therapy school. And so, you know, we had a boatload of school loan debt. I was in school working on a master's as well. And so, you know, why would someone want to take a chance on us and, you know, give us a sizable amount of money in order to start our business? But it was one of those things that he was just so driven to do that the nose just didn't matter. In fact, he had kind of become numb to them after a certain point especially after that many rejections. And you just keep going. You just keep going until you get that yes. And I guess the way that I look at at failure and and the way that I feel about it is that, you know, it's almost kind of like a motivation for me, you know, to where, you know, those no's that you continue to get or those things that continue to not go the way that maybe you had planned them to go in your head or had had a plan set out for yourself, You know, sometimes that to me is more motivation than anything. One, to prove to myself that I can accomplish something. And two, is to prove to others as well. I mean, some of us are better at failure than others. Like we all have different ways of handling and dealing with, you know, ways that we fail. And I was actually just reading 
or recently reading an article that a group of psychologists from a psychologist science magazine had talked about like the distinguishing factors between individuals who are like approach oriented and those who are motivated by avoidance. And so what I really took from this was it was pretty basic that those who are approach oriented when it comes to failure, that is something that motivates them. You know, it doesn't overwhelm them. They actually embrace that feeling of um, failure in order to catapult them further to the successes in their lives. And those who are motivated by avoidance, when they fail, they don't have that feeling of being able to be successful in whatever they were working towards, or they immediately look to like change their path and change their direction or to give up on, you know, what they were trying to accomplish. I mean, there's so many people out there that feel like failure is, is bad, of course, but they also believe that learning from it is pretty straightforward. So you ask people to reflect on like, what is it that they did wrong? You know, what are some mistakes that they made? How can they do better in the future? That kind of thing. But to be honest, like failure is not always bad. In fact, I don't look at failure as being bad at all. I mean, it doesn't feel good, of course, but, you know, especially in business life, like it is sometimes really bad and it can sometimes be very detrimental and it can be costly, but it's honestly, when when you're in business, in life, I mean, failure is inevitable. And, you know, it actually might not feel good at the time, but I think probably all of us have experiences of times that we failed in our life that felt really bad while it was happening. But as looking back on it, we're very, very grateful that it did happen because we learned from it, we grew from it, or it helped us, you know, either push ourselves further towards accomplishing that goal, or it made us realize that, you know, there might have been a different path to take or different people, you know, within our lives. For example, like failures in relationships that even though some of them may have felt really bad at the time, you know, now looking back on it, you know, some of you are probably very grateful to have failed at that relationship because it brought somebody new into your life. The other thing is failure many times can open the door for opportunity for us. And I mean, let's face it, like not all failures are equal. Like I feel like there's times where like I fail every day as a wife and I fail every day as a parent. So obviously, like those are small failures or small feelings that I have were things that I know that I could do better. But then there's big things, you know, that I failed at that take a long time to get over. So I guess understanding the difference between the types of failures they are and the fact that, you know, like I said, it's not always created equal. Failures come in all shapes and sizes. I mean, come from, you know, thinking back to when we were in youth, if we, you know, were involved in athletics or we were involved in clubs or organizations to where, you know, we lost games or even getting passed over for a promotion. I remember that was one thing in my life that I felt was an absolute huge failure for me after I had kind of worked on a couple degrees, I wanted to continue to move up in the school district that I was in. And so honestly, every two years, I had some type of different position. And it was one of those things that I just kind of like I needed, like I thrived off of. And I remember that it there was a principal position that I was up for and then I interviewed for and it came down to me and another person and the other person was chosen. And I was, first of all, I was absolutely 
I was very confused on why it happened. And of course, like immediately I got pissed off and I began to like question myself and question like, was this the place that I really wanted to be? And, you know, it was one of those things where it was a very important turning point in my life because it helped me reflect back on some things that were going on, you know, as far as my career. But the more that I learned about it and then I was approached later on after I was passed over for that, I felt like it was a promotion. The person that was actually in responsible and in charge of hiring and put and placing people where they needed to be placed did not look at it that way. To me, that was something that I wanted. But the boss that I had did not want me in that position because my boss had wanted me to stay with them on their team, which in turn was a great compliment. But at the same time, that wasn't what I wanted. And so to me, it felt like this huge failure that I didn't do what I needed to do in order to obtain that position. Looking back on it, though, I'm so grateful that that happened because it helped me do a lot of self-reflection and it helped me look at the organization that I was part of as a whole. And it helped me look at the goals that I had for myself in my own life and what it really was that I wanted out of life. And it started to help me make different decisions. And eventually I ended up making this decision to, you know, move in a different direction direction with a career and move in a different direction for a family. So at that moment, that felt like such a huge failure to me to be passed over for what in my mind was a promotion. Um, but in other people's minds was not a promotion. Um, and so to me, you know, I felt like it was just this like emotional storm, you know, that I was in. And at the same time, it was one of those things that, I'm really, really grateful that happened, that it happened because if it didn't happen, then I guarantee my life wouldn't be as full and in the way that it is currently. You know, failure can also happen not so much sometimes where it's something that's in our control either. Like, for example, like when you lose somebody or lose somebody that's very important in your life, you know, that's a feeling of, of failure as well. And again, I also remember I mean, I've had this, I've, I've lost people that are close to me. I've had miscarriages before. So that feeling of like losing something that's very important in your life can be absolutely devastating. But the truth is that feeling and the feeling of failure, that really is about the ability to be able to like weather this big emotional storm that you're feeling. And like I'd said before, I mean, there's some of us that are better at picking ourselves up and dusting ourselves off and starting all over again. I will say like on my second miscarriage that I had had, which actually this wasn't too much longer after I had actually been passed up for this promotion, Brian and I had had a miscarriage and it was one of those things where it was just kind of felt like stack after stack, you know, things that were happening. And I could feel like, I felt like I was kind of losing myself a little bit, you know, as far as like, I felt like my career wasn't going in the direction that I wanted to. And then I just had this incredible loss of something that I had, you know, that I had wanted so badly that we had wanted so badly and you know just that feeling of helplessness and the feeling of honestly of of like not being able to manage these negative emotions that were accumulating and that I was feeling even though it felt like kind of a little a dark spot in my life it was one of those things that it made me realize really like 
how well I was able to manage those emotions and those feelings of failure. One thing I learned was this strategy called reframing. So anytime you have a setback, this doesn't mean that you like continue to relive it because when you continue to relive it, you're just running like this loop over and over in your head and that's not going to get you anywhere. It's just going to keep you stuck in that same place that you're in. And so the more difficulty you have of managing like these negative emotions, the more likely you are to continue to revisit like every single detail. And it's just going to continue to spiral you down and down. So it also does not mean like pretending that that didn't happen and pretending that like you didn't fail because or that you didn't give up because you need to embrace that in order to start to develop like a positive thinking pattern. So one thing is, is that when I've had some big failures and little failures within my life, I mean, I've had to reassess and learn from it and think, okay, so what is it that I need to do in order to bounce back after I fail? Like I said, whether it's in relationships that I have, whether it's in business you know, or even just like my own personal goals and my own even health and career goals as well. So the first thing I have to do, or the first thing I've learned to do is to take responsibility for whatever that missed opportunity was or for wherever I failed at. So to be prepared for the letdowns that happen like every so often, to know that that's just a part of life and know that that, whether it was like a lost opportunity that it just set me up in order to like take advantage of the next opportunity that's going to happen. So what I mean by that is that even though I may have failed at something that I need to look at it as, okay, this is something that it made me think differently. It made me stronger. It made me grow, maybe make me a approach a person or a situation in a different way. So looking at it as not so much as like a setback, but this is an opportunity for me to just be ready for the next time that I'm given, you know, the opportunity to do something and to realize that you can make like, I can make all the different changes and alterations for the next time that something comes about. So if I can learn and if I can study my mistakes instead of dwelling on my mistakes, then, you know, I'm just going to be more prepared for the next opportunity. And the second thing is to remind myself that I'm only going to get better. The more times I fail, the more growth it's going to happen. And not to get down on myself, not to beat myself up. That next opportunity, that's the opportunity that matters, not the one that I just previously failed at. The previous one matters only in the fact that if I learned from it, that I need to learn from my mistakes, but that this next opportunity that I'm going to have, that's what's going to show me if I've actually learned from my mistakes. And so we can do, we need to remind ourselves that we can always do better next time and that we just have to keep learning and growing and practicing and keep moving forward until we get to that point that we want to get to. And if you figured out what we did wrong, like the last time, then we know that we're going to be able to make it right the next time. So in other words, like just working to not beat myself up or beat yourself up for messing up, that it's okay to, you know, pat yourself on the back and actually congratulate yourself for failing, but congratulate yourself for figuring out, you know, what it was that you did that, you know, made you maybe miss an opportunity or maybe made you react the way that you did. Like I said, whether it's in a relationship or react the way that you did in a certain situation, part of it is just 
keeping yourself encouraged and that you need to always have that voice in your head that's kind of pumping yourself up. And the reason we need to do this is because we just can't, we can't wait and hope that somebody else is going to do this for us. I mean, someone else will come along and yeah, cheer you up, make you feel better, tell you that, hey, it's okay, you're going to do better next time. But the reality is, is that you have to rely on yourself. You have to rely on the faith in yourself and the ability that you have to figure out what works and what doesn't work. And you have to have that like inner feeling and inner belief that everything that you're doing is you know, because you want to work towards something positive or you want to work towards, you know, defying the odds. And so, you know, you have to encourage yourself in order to be able to be successful and take that responsibility and step up. When failure comes upon us, it's super important to immediately get back up when we fall, to immediately not step away from our disciplines. Many times when, you know, when people fail and people fall, they want to kind of take a step back. And that's exactly the opposite that I've learned, especially from myself, that needs to happen. So when I fail, yes, I take, of course, I take that time to remind myself that I'm going to get better, but that doesn't mean that, you know, I completely fall off track. Because if I were to completely fall off track, that that would mean that I'm not even working towards what I wanted to in the first place. And so it's important face the diversity or adversity, you know, when it comes our way, because with enough desire and determination, I mean, you're going to change your life. You're going to continue to have that rattle within yourself, that power within yourself to change. Because there's a lot of people out there that don't change themselves after they fail, or they wait for change to happen. And unfortunately, they accept their defeats and they wallow in their own self-pity. And a lot of times they refuse to take responsibility or they refuse to take control of the situation that they're put in. And all I can say is that it's not fun to be that person. You know, nobody wants to, you know, waller in their own, you know, in their own pain and their own fear. So in order to do that or or to not do that when we failed, we have to, you know, take control of our life, take control of our career and our health and, you know, take control of our relationship, take control of our finances. And if it's something that, you know, you're feeling right now, like you have different failures you know, within those different facets of your life, or if you feel like you're disgusted with yourself or that you're in need of change, then I guess that, you know, my hope for you is that the failures that you're feeling right now know that they're temporary. Know that it is a temporary condition and that you will come back from this failure. You will rebound from this failure and that you need to own the way that you're feeling right now and recognize the way that you're feeling right now so that when you're approached with something else that comes up in your life that's tough or an opportunity that you're approached with that you don't gravitate back towards that feeling of failure. I truly, truly believe with my faith that we are only given as much that we can handle and as much negativity and as much failure and as much disappointment as we can handle. And I I really do have this faith and this belief that when we're in those dark times and when we're in that feeling of, you know, that we haven't accomplished the things that we've wanted to accomplish, that it's going to pass. 
but you have to be looking for new opportunities and new beginnings. Because if you're not looking for new opportunities and new growth, then you're just going to keep moving backwards. And you need to be able to pull yourself up and you need to be able to move back into you know, that life and that world that you want in order to have success and in order to have a plan. Our current limitations, our current fears, those are things that are stopping us from, you know, staying on track and staying, you know, on that path of becoming successful. And so by giving ourselves these limitations, it's not allowing us to go where we want to go. And to be honest, all of us can do anything that we want to do. We just have to believe that we can. We have to learn from those failures and embrace the failures, embrace the things that, you know, that we haven't accomplished so far and make the changes that we need to make in order to keep pushing forward and to keep moving in the direction that you want to move in and creating more opportunities for ourselves. I mean, we have to remind ourselves that we are not the only people that have ever failed. You're not the only one that's ever failed. And remember that your failure is part of the process. It's part of your process of life. It's part of your process of growth. And to always, if you feel as if you're struggling to overcome that failure or pull yourself out of that feeling of despair, to seek advice or encouragement from people that you trust, from people that are around you, to read things, to listen to people in in your professional field, to listen to people that have more experience or have done research on things so that you can learn how you can pull yourself out of that feeling of failure, but also so that you're encouraged to be able to catapult yourself forward for growth and to be honest and accountable. I think that's a lot of times, sometimes what happens to us in in ways that, in times that we fail is that we have a difficult time looking at ourselves honestly and actually being accountable for what we did do or what we didn't do and taking that responsibility. And if we do not look at ourselves with a clear lens and we keep those rose colored glasses on, we're not going to bounce back the way that we need to from failure. So in order to bounce back after we fail, we have to hold ourselves accountable for the things that we either have done or the things that we haven't done and the way that they affected others in some way. Because Sometimes even like our harmless decisions that we think are not that big a deal can actually have a huge impact on relationships and a huge impact on the people that are around us. So we need to be aware of the consequences and the actions that we have and to know that it's if there's something that has happened to where, you know, you need to take accountability for something that you've done. The best and the easiest way is to apologize, is to be sure that we apologize and make amends for failures that we've had, especially in relationships. And then creating new opportunities for ourselves rather than focusing on, you know, all of these shortcomings and everything. And and like I said, staying in that loop that we need to choose to focus on ways that we're going to improve and grow rather than focusing on those things that we failed. I mean, those are good reminders. It's good to you know, look at that as lessons learned, but we have to shift our minds and shift our thinking, shift our attention onto what it is that we're going to do next so that we can learn to go past that so that we can, you know, help ourselves see the mistakes that we made, but learn from it as lessons and as ways of growth instead of barriers. So when I think about failure, I always have this kind of this quote that kind of plays in my mind and that, you know, failure is actually not the opposite of success. 
failure is part of success. And I truly believe that. I truly believe that we need to fail in order to be successful. I know that at that moment when we are in that feeling of failure, that it is not a good feeling, but sometimes taking that step back and actually being excited about that failure because looking at it as an opportunity for growth and looking at it as an opportunity to be able to catapult yourself forward. Because if you are not failing, I feel like if I'm not failing at things, then I'm not pushing myself and trying hard enough to be successful. And so my hope is that, you know, Maybe this has made you look and think about failure in a different way and that that failure is an opportunity for learning and failure is an opportunity for growth and that it's one of those things that it's never easy to do in life. It's not a good feeling, but at the same time to maybe change our thoughts and change our minds and, you know, just kind of close your eyes and imagine you know, the fact that, you know, you're grateful for that failure because you know that it's only something that's going to make you a stronger person. It's something that's going to make you value yourself more. And it's something that's going to create new opportunity for you. Thank you for joining me for this week's episode of Six Pack. I hope you've enjoyed what you've heard today. Please share this episode with a friend. And if you haven't already, click subscribe, rate and review the show on your favorite podcast player. Have a beautiful week and tell the important people in your life just how much you care about them. Much love and blessings to you all.